I'm here with Jane Perkis, who's just given a talk here at IASP 2019. Hi, Jane. How are you doing? Hi there. How are you? Good. I'm good. So you had a bit of audience in- interaction yes, there. Yes, I did. Yes, luckily it worked. Yeah. So what, what was the kind of idea behind that part of the, the talk? So, so what I was trying, this controversy about the term suicide hotspots. People use the term to mean places that people go to to seek to take their own lives and um, those sites often gain reputations as places to do that so there's this kind of horrible self-perpetuating thing about it Um, people don't like the term hotspots because um, it kind of buys into that whole self-perpetuating thing it's um, it's kind of an inflammatory sort of term and there's some suggestion that it may also be stigmatising so so the word cloud thing I did was looking for um, alternatives to the word hotspots. And people certainly seemed, I haven't done the analysis, but people certainly seem to have differing views about better terms that might be used. And you've done a lot of work, systematic review work, and kind of summarising the evidence in this area. So what works to reduce suicide in public places? So I can tell you unequivocally that what works is restricting access to means. So um, preventing people from using those sites as places to seek to take their own lives. Um, so often that's barriers or, um, or safety nets, those kinds of things. So they definitely work. Um, there's some evidence that some other things work too. So um, encouraging help seeking can work. So perhaps putting up signs with um, a information about how to call a particular crisis line or even phones at those sites that allow people to call directly through to the crisis line. So some evidence that that might be useful too. And there's also um, some evidence that um, encouraging um, uh, or making it easier for for, um, surrounding people to intervene can be helpful. So perhaps training staff at the sites to watch out for people who might be looking like they're a bit vulnerable um, or... um, uh, maybe even having CCTV cameras so that um, others at other sites can see um, if uh, people are looking like they might be at particular risk. So those latter two, um, two sorts of interventions also show promise, but I wouldn't say the evidence is as strong as it is for restricting access to means. people are sick and tired of me banging on about the 17-year gap between research and practice but you published this systematic review in the Lancet Psychiatry was it 2015? Yeah that's right. So how long is it going to take do you think before this strong evidence for preventing means access to means is actually implemented and what are the barriers to policymakers listening to that? Yeah okay so that's a good question I think I actually think that um, maybe uh, it's not a 17-year period for something like this I think people have been thinking about this stuff anyway Um, I often get calls from local councils or um, community members advocating for barriers um, at their their particular site um, or uh, the road and rail industry folk. They're often asking me questions about this. So so there's a big appetite for it, I think. Um, And uh, and there are certainly plenty of instances where where it has happened around the world. Great. Uh, What's next? What's next? Well, I think what's next is drilling down and finding out more about what works. So um, I think, uh, as I said, I think we can unequivocally say that restricting access to means works, but there's a lot we still don't know about um, whether there might be 
adverse consequences of some of these interventions, unintended adverse consequences, or and how cost-effective they are. They're effective, but are they cost-effective? And most importantly, I think, exactly what characteristics of these interventions might be useful. So, you know, if you're going to build a barrier, what shape should it be? How high should it be? Where should it be located? Um, and also... Um, you know, as another example, if you're going to put up a sign with messages of hope on it, what kind of messages should they be? How how should they be worded? How are they? Who are they designed to appeal to? Great, nice to meet you. Thanks uh, for talking to me. Congratulations on the award. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm.